Fellas, say goodbye to Chuck Sherman the boy. I am now a man. I highly recommend you join the club. We are doing the wild thing all night. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Sherman. Sherman, I could build this food. Is that all you gonna eat? General Sherman realized and understood the importance of house music. So, do you know anything about techno? No. Listen. Yeah, you know. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new episode of Sherm in the Booth. I'm, of course, your host, Sherm. Today is Wednesday, January 22nd, 2020. This episode, 96096. Yes, you heard that right. We are only four away from 100, which is absolutely insane. But I am so excited about this episode featured guests. Together, Paul and Pat make up a fantastic DJ producer duo called Cafe Disco. Now, Cafe Disco has already racked up millions of plays across their remixes and originals over the past four years, but I'm telling you, the best is yet to come. I went up and did this interview at their studio at Fort Knox on the north side of Chicago. I absolutely love their studio. The layout was so awesome. They showed me some music after the interview, and I'm telling you, Big things are in the works. Now, these guys didn't do this overnight. They've been in the industry for quite some time, and they had some amazing stories of successes, failures. I'm a really big fan of their production styles. Any producers out there that are either thinking about being in a duo, are in a duo, or want to collaborate with other artists, listen to this one because these guys have it down. Really, really powerful in regards to the music production arena, how they do collaborate with other artists, how they collaborate with each other, how they work in the studio. I loved it. It was so much fun. I learned so much, and I know you guys are going to as well. Now, let's turn it up so we can hear the story straight from the boys. Paul, Pat, thank you so much for coming on. I absolutely love this interview, guys. So let's do it right now. Here we are, episode 96 with Cafe Disco. Well, gentlemen, Paul, Pat, guys, Cafe Disco. Thank you so much for making some time. Of course. I'm really excited about this. We got We're you. in Fort Knox. Yeah. I've never been in a studio Welcome. in Fort Knox. Yeah. Heard a lot about it for, I mean, this is the spot. But have you hung out in Fort Knox? I haven't hung out. Okay. So no. you've just never been to Fort Knox in general? Well, I came, actually did an interview over at uh, 2112. I was just telling him yeah. about it uh, in their new podcast studio. Okay. So this whole building is pretty yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. massive. What, what did it used to be? No idea. Yeah. It seems like it was just like an old warehouse and they just converted it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. every single room is legit. I mean, there was yeah. a room with skulls and crossbones out there. Yeah, yeah. You don't even know what's in there? We always walk by it. Uh, the, it's like down that hallway over there. Just the black doors surrounded by like silver skulls. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's what's, uh, what's the studio called? I don't know. Oh. I don't, yeah. I've never seen that door open. God only knows what's in there. It doesn't even have a number on it. Yeah, it doesn't even have a number or anything. There's some big ass studios in here that I haven't seen. Like yeah. you just like open the door and you're like, holy shit, you know, yeah. like three, four times the size of this, like different rooms. It's yeah. Crazy. This so is a beautiful like kitchen studio. This stuff. is dope. Like a kitchen, kitchen separately from the yeah. studios. And Jesus. Then I yeah. think I've even heard that some like have showers and stuff. Like if people need a shower and everything yeah. and then they have a kitchen. It's it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, so if I'm like, you know, a, a big traveling DJ or an artist or something, I just come to Fort Knox and it'll kind of be like my green room until I go to the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be one thing. Yeah, I, I, I know some artists will come here after, you know, and, like, they'll know someone and they'll be able to use one of the studios here, so. Yeah. Can you rent it for a weekend? Uh, I think you'd have to, like, sublease. Like, yeah. like someone would have to reach out to us and be like, yo, can we use your studio? Right, right, stuff right, like right. That. right. Like, there's some specific studios that just 
charge like you know studio time fee and, and stuff like that it's not all artists right if that makes sense yeah yeah sure so of course i mean fucking props to you guys man i love this place i feel <laughs> so when i came in here i was like thank yeah. you yeah and we thank just, you milk we just, yeah we just moved into uh uh this one we were in a smaller one it's probably about half the size i would say right oh but it was just us yeah. and another guy that you know uh our homie shinar that yeah that uh we have different times he would be here at like <laughs> two in the morning dude I scroll yeah. on Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. 4am <laughs> yeah, working yeah. and I'm like yeah. no I'm completely opposite schedule yeah, so it works completely yeah, yeah. you guys live the normal life I guess we call it like you sleep I don't know at, if it's you normal sleep but... at, you sleep at night I guess you sleep I, at night yeah. yeah I've been trying to get up earlier I hate I went through a phase of working like super late and uh-huh. like coming at, like leaving when the sunlight was out here and I hated that so that's God yeah. so I, live, I live like a double life <laughs> I, 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 work, I, I do like my meetings and shit I gotta do during the day and then I yeah. also go out at night time till yeah. 3, 4, 5 in the morning Jeez. And I'm up at, you know, 9, 10am doing it all over again So never stops Monday is technically my only day off and I worked like 6, 7 hours this past Monday just in meetings straight So do you feel like when you have off time you want to be doing something though? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to do nothing yeah absolutely yeah. you do take time for yourselves yeah. then I I usually Monday. Yeah, I'm surprised you said Monday. That's good. An hour a day. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually at like three in the morning and I watch an episode of something. Right now I just finished The Witcher. Oh, so I just finished that too. It's it so cool. to your Witcher. Yeah, that song yeah. is fucking stuck in my head. Trap so. Nation just put out a... Oh, I saw that. It's pretty, it's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you can do is. something with that. You should probably drop that See how that goes with the fucking rap crowd. They watch it. They watch it. Why do you think of it? okay yeah. there'll be another yeah. netflix series yeah. that comes out so. yeah that's awesome man well i want to start from the beginning you just talked about it a little bit you showed up to la social and sperry's one day and is that how you got <laughs> that's, that's how, how it started. all started <laughs> that's how, that's how, like, i know i'm just kidding you were just, probably, probably just like so who's this guy like i gotta introduce myself this guy's got confidence <laughs> you just stroll around like, yeah. yeah so you were telling me you went you went to uh DePaul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to DePaul. You're and from Chicago. I'm. Uh, he's from Chicago, and I'm from Dayton, Ohio. Right. And uh, when I moved up here, made sense to move to a big city to do film, and then I minored in sound design. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was just gonna be a minor, and, and I'd be focusing on film. But turns out that sat my sound design and stuff. I I I always love making music, but like that, like you know, studying it, I really learned to get technical with it, and that's where I learned to mix and master, and it just mm-hmm. you know started its own path for me and everything so, so you started really like pretty hardcore compared to the average bedroom producer i guess i guess so i mean with now it's like changed a lot because there's somatics there's so many things where you can go online honestly so many a lot of the like best tips i've learned with producing and stuff has been online although you not to, university oh yeah it's yeah. it's a thing like it's crazy somatics too they give you project files i never had that like I was before that era, you know, where they started, you know, posting project files. Yeah, like, every somatics topper. And yeah, and, like, they have, like, mastering chains and stuff. I used to be, like, hitting people up, like, hey, how'd you master this? And they never hear back, and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm sitting there. And that was the biggest thing for me, like, because, like, I, yeah. I knew you had to, you know, compete with all these other songs, and a lot of them sounded so good, and I knew that mine wasn't at that level yet. Yeah. Like, I could, you know, I was in a band and stuff growing up, and, like, I knew that, you know, I could perform, but it was, like, very technical and that was the biggest part and like I really pushed myself to learn how to do that on my own and of course then somatics come wrong there you go fuck you like (laughs) (laughs) all my hard work I could have just like grabbed one of their mastering chains but in all seriousness I'm glad I did it that way because you know 
Oh, there's only so much you can do when you grab one of those mastering chains. It's like, true. Yeah. Absolutely. Like you, like if you actually know what they're doing, it gives you, you know, it gives you that upper, like you, you have a better understanding of things versus people that are just layering on there. Which, yeah. I mean, some people can get away with it because they have yeah. an ear for it. But true. Yeah. Very good point. Very good point. When yeah. when did you really get into the whole music scene then, producing, Man, DJing, so, everything? Fuck. So I've been throwing parties since 2004, mm-hmm. and then I would say about 2006, 2007, I started DJing. So you're throwing parties, parties before you DJ? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. And then I the don't know. I've been in music my whole life. I've been singing since I'm like five years old. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the first time I got a boombox, I would just literally just start singing along on the radio and stuff like that. That's awesome. Um, so around 2007, I would say. 2008, I started DJing at our own parties, me and Riz Promo 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, Riz. yeah, and then... Uh, that picture Riz. you put up today was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I didn't know, I like, was like, who am I following? I don't yeah. know these people. <laughs> so, uh, we, you know, I, st- I was DJing out probably 11, 12 times a week. I mean, Jesus. like, if I was, you know, I was doing, I was at all the hot spots early, and then I was at all the hot spots late. Yeah. You know, freaking Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday, th- literally seven days a week. And then my ears went bad. Oh, shit. Uh, and I didn't know what it was. I was in a nightclub, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And literally, it felt like someone had a screwdriver in my ear. And I had no idea. I never felt anything like this before. Yeah. I had a ringing in my ears. Usually, it went away. You know, you go out, ring, you wake up, yeah, it's gone. of course. But this wouldn't go away. And it was, I was, like, terrified. So I went to a doctor, and I'm like, yeah, you have tinnitus, tinnitus, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah. Um, and so I've wore, worn earplugs ever since. Um, and then, after that, I, I uh, got in a group. It was me and Daniel J. Shout out Daniel J. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were robots on the run. So, like, we started producing together. We started performing together. We did all the big festivals, Spring Awakenings. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Spring Awakenings in, so, yeah. in Soldier Field. Yeah. So, and then eventually Patrick was in a group and I was in that group and we started doing tropical music. Yeah. Yeah. So, what was that group called? Uh, the group I was a part of, we actually have like a lot of views on one of our yeah, songs. Yeah, on YouTube, we they crush it. Yeah, 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 we did a remix. It's so fun. We, we, made this, <laughs> yeah. we made this Young, Wild, and Free remix, and we were like, this is going to be so awesome. We put it up, only got like 60 plays the first day. Yeah, and eventually, yeah. after like a couple months, it was like at 600 to 800. And then uh, Autograph put it out on their uh, blog. Uh, what is that called? Future Factory? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was Autograph? Shit. Yeah, that I didn't know that. that. Randomly? Like, these big blogs started picking up and putting it on YouTube. This is, like, a year or two later after Autograph did that. Yeah. And, like, first day, it was, like, 100,000 plays. Holy and now, fuck. now it's, like, accumulated over, like, 30 million. Like, yeah, it's nuts. Randomly, yeah. yeah. What, what, what uh, was it Ganja Music or something like that? Yeah. Ganja yeah, that's music. the one that has the most stream. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. It has, like, 10 or 15 million, something crazy like on that. On that one, it's, like, past 20 million, I think, now. It's nuts. Yeah. So you um, caught the wave of Tropical right there, then. Yeah. Yeah, we oh, caught yeah. it right. It, we did, like, so a mix he, between Trap and... Uh, like tropical house, so we awesome. called it tropical. We thought nice. we were pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. So that was so. him and his boys from uh, Ohio. It was him, uh, nice. Keaton, and uh, Drew, Drew. The the original. Yeah, the yeah. Original oh, we're the remix. Remix. Wow, so, awesome. Yeah. Coming Which is gonna be fire. Shout out, Drew. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he was in that group, and I was in uh, my group with Daniel, mm-hmm. and we were making songs together, and we just were in the studio, you know, over and over and over, and. Something happened where Daniel got really busy and his boys are still back in Ohio and me and him were just working. We're like, you know what? Let's start a project together. Yeah. And that's how, you know, Cafe Disco. Wow. What kind of music were you making at that time and you making like? We were both doing tropical. Tropical stuff. And that's kind of why I think, you know, when we first did our, the first track we did was that one dance uh, cover. And it kind of has, you know, a tropical 
And we like it, we went back and forth for such a long time yeah. about what the name was gonna be, and then yeah. we came out with Cafe Disco, and it just happened to have like a disco kind of vibe, yeah. to it with maybe yeah. a little bit of tropical. Yeah, in there. yeah. But I yeah, mean, it's a pretty awesome name. Like it makes me think of uh, Cafe Del Mar okay. a little bit. You know, like the first oh, time yeah. I saw it, yeah. I was like, oh, Cafe Disco. Like you sometimes when you see a name, you feel something, right? Rather than yeah. just like somebody's name. And first mm-hmm. time I saw Cafe Disco, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. I gotta fucking listen to this shit. <laughs> and I yeah. didn't know it was you guys, mm-hmm. and I love it, man. I really do love it. Like, you. I am a big fan of your music. Love it. Thank Not just thank even you. fucking saying that. Seriously. Really am. And hey. I can kind of hear now that I'm hearing the backstory, the foundation of your guys' production mm-hmm. is Tropical House to me is vibey, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's in between danceable, you lay on the beach, mm-hmm. like, you're enjoying yourself. There's something about it that, like, you're uplifted. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. all your guys' music, the foundation is like, I feel like it has a, every song has a story. Yeah. Not just with your guys' lyrics, but mm-hmm. really with the progression of the chords, the effects, everything. Like mm-hmm. I, I listened to a lot of them on the way over here again. Like really, really listened, mm-hmm. and it's amazing. Thank I love thank it. You. Guys. Appreciate Seriously. it. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I know it's a long journey, right? You said it really is. Yeah. Twenty. When was it? Twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen. I mean, I've been making music since like two thousand eight. Right. Just like as a joke or like, you know, just for yeah. fun. You do it for like five, six years and yeah. you just yeah. suck. And then yeah. all of a sudden one day yeah. you're like, oh. When I started getting serious, that's when I was like, okay, I need to get technical. And that was yeah. probably in 2012 when I first started my sound design classes. Of and course. Then, yeah, it just kind of came about where I was like, oh, I can actually do this. Yeah, like, how does it work for you guys like, fundamentally in the studio? Like, you're good at melodies, you're good at, you know, so kicks, whatever. Normally, is. like, we'll start a track together. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get, like, the intro going, we'll get the chorus going. If we're with an artist, like, Sometimes, you know, Patch will be working on a song and then me and the artist will literally leave the room and go write the lyrics yeah, together. Awesome. And then we'll come back, Patch will be like, Oh no, I like that line but change this and mm-hmm. then like mm-hmm. we'll be like, Oh, you know, we like that riff but maybe change it to a different sound. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, it really it depends on the song too, because sometimes we'll get, you know, we'll have everything sent to us, like vocals. There's been times I've gone in the studio and uh we'll work with, you know, like uh one of the artist collect guys like Austin Fillmore where we just we're feeling it, and we just crank it out. We write it all. We get the entire structure of the song. It really depends. Yeah, I was on vacation. They're like, "Do you like this?" And I'm like, "Holy!" Shit. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't there for yeah, like yeah, two yeah. of those sessions, and yeah. it was like uh, two of the songs. I just sent it to him, and he's yeah. like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "I need to go out of town more often." Yeah. <laughs> was, it, was it Pretty Girls? Yeah, Pretty Girls, yeah, and then uh oh. And dude, that was like in January, February, right? Yeah. Lindsay Yeah. Yeah. I always call it uh-oh. Yeah. Like, that's what it was originally called. Yeah, if you don't know the context of that, you're just yeah. like, what the fuck? It was originally yeah. called O-O, like O-H-O-H, and we're like, uh-oh, it sounds like that. Yeah. yeah. It's really creative. Yeah. It really is creative. Yeah, shout out to Phrase for that one. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting you said the One Dance remix, right? That was your guys' mm-hmm. first release. Yeah. That was 2016, I think it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys did remixes at first. You did One Dance, you did When and We Recognize. Yeah. Great remix. Frank Ocean, Thank Ivy. You. Oh, yeah. Very low-key Frank Oh, yeah. Yeah. That got so much, like, I think that was the song that, like, people were like, oh, shit, who's Cafe Disco? Like, right, right, that right. Was like an online that was on Sirius XM, Mac, uh, Mac J, yeah. Matt J, however you yeah. pronounce it. Revolution play, Radio? Yeah, you play on Revolution yeah. Radio. Nice. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't even know how we found out about that. Like, he told me, I'm like, You really? know what? He's a DJ DJ, man. Like, he fucking goes deep. Like, he's on yeah. Hype Edit. Like, he's looking yeah, at yeah. Repost Exchange mm-hmm. and all that shit. I mean, when I was DJing, like, 10, 11 times a week, that's all I would do is right. literally shop for music. Mm-hmm. And that's That was my whole life. Because you, know? you got to entertain yourself, life. right? As a of DJ. Course, yeah. You're DJing trying to find the white much? label music. Like it, was, it was a lot different. Like 
it's a lot easier now to find new music. You just go to a DJ pool and what's yeah. hot. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. a right. lot different back then. You're searching right. the beat port charts and it's it's nuts. It's yeah. crazy. So. But and you guys released those on SoundCloud first, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 speaking yeah, of Wayne Wu, yeah. when, when I interviewed them, they did a ton of remixes that blew up at first, yeah. right? Same thing with Good Sex, too. A lot of people, I mean, our generation is, you could get big off SoundCloud remixes. I mean, you could get a fucking tour if you're blow and doing mashups, right? Yeah. Like, pretty crazy. Yeah. So you guys are doing remixes, that was going well. And then, recently you did Autograph Dead Soon, which is a great remix as well. Yeah, I can't when you're working on but. Original started to get mixed in there, right? I mean, you just said all these pretty girls with yeah. awesome film work. More recently, it's been originals. I, I remember uh, at one point, like, we just, you know, we did a lot of remixes at that point. We're like, let's just start doing originals. Yeah. And that's where we started pulling artists in. And that's a big, you know, curve going from remixes to originals. Because with remixes, you get all the stems. You get yeah. the vocals, the instruments that you can incorporate into it. So it's all, stru- yeah, yeah, it's all yeah, structured. Yeah. And then when we start having to record these originals, like, we'll just go in the studio and this is the part I've liked about it because I just sit there I'm like what am I feeling what pace am I feeling okay I'm going to write something out and if mm-hmm. we like it we go with it yeah. and if we don't yeah. we with uh, Austin Fillmore uh, for Pretty Girls we started with another song he started writing to it and I could just I looked over and I saw him kind of like sitting there really thinking and writing <laughs> I'm like should we just start fresh like I feel like it might go better he's like yeah and yeah. then right as I did that I opened up this saxophone I made that drop first and I, I played it for him he's like yeah I'm feeling this and I made a then I started you know doing the bells at mm-hmm. the very beginning of it mm-hmm. and then he's like okay I got something we wrote that entire song in that session yeah that drop actually was for a different song cool. yeah it was well really? originally I wrote the like I wrote that drop I sent it to him he's like I like it and then we tried working in with the vocals to that other song yeah and then we were just like it's it's alright it's not there yet yeah and yeah. then whenever Austin came in the studio we finally I was just like you know what maybe it'll work if we just do a different vocalist and you know completely scratch the intro Course. And so then it happened, you know, it turned into the track it is right now. Yeah. So. I mean, that song that originally was for is still one of our best songs. Yeah, he's, like, he, he loves it. I'm telling you, we just, <laughs> just got to write a drop to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of our best written songs. It's Shout sitting out in the vault. Yeah, it's with yeah. Danelle, our homie. Yeah, Danelle so. kills That's it. That's kind of fucking awesome yeah, that yeah. you took a drop for another one and applied it. I mean, that yeah. just goes yeah. to show you guys found your sound, right? Yeah. I feel like it's there. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's always evolving though, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, it's always going to be changing. That's for yeah. sure. Like, yeah. I, I'm always trying to find new things to do because if we do the same thing over and over, I feel like it'll be repetitive. Right now, like, you know, we're doing very big sounding synths and everything, like you just heard. Yeah. And we also are doing like you know tropical pluck things. Yeah. Uh, kind of like we came to dance. Like, yeah. we, we love changing it up. And you also like going hard, bro. I do. We yeah. live, live. <laughs> it makes it better play yeah. out, you know? Yeah. 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 Especially since we're up and coming, like, we like keeping the energy going, and then yeah, it's absolutely. like, you know, everyone's going hard, and they're like, I got one dance. It's like, you know, yeah. it kind of brings right. it down. We were it's having hard. that problem. We were at shows, and we are like, fuck, we can't play our music because it brings the vibe down. So like, right. let's start making some tracks that you can, you know, still kind of... Still melodic. Yeah, still like you could work out to it or just chill to it. Yeah. But still also have a good enough feeling you can play it in the venues. Mm-hmm. You know, Do you guys happens. sit down and think we gotta make a club hit, we gotta make a festival hit, we gotta make something that will be chill? Um, or it just kind of evolve? Well, usually we just listen to music and we'll send stuff to each other like, I like the way this sounds, let's do mm-hmm. something like that, you know? Um, it really depends also. Like, sometimes I'll be out at a show, like, I'll get a lot of inspiration. I don't go to as many shows now, but if I'm out at a show, like, just hearing it and feeling it, I'll be out there, I'm like, 
I'll pull out my phone and I'll be like, I'll remember this. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll like get in the studio and I'll just start messing around and trying yeah. to recreate these sounds. Because that's like a new sound that I didn't even know what song was being played. But of course. Yeah, I just want to try and do something, you know, along the lines, even if it goes hard. Because I do, you know, I'll make heavy stuff, but I also do melodic stuff. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Did you guys start, you started DJing before you producing? Yeah. Did you start DJing before you producing? Mm -mm. Producing, producing yeah. DJ. yeah. That's a really DJ. interesting combo. Yeah. yeah. Because... I started DJing before I was producing, and when I start producing, I think about how is this track gonna look on a CDJ when I'm gonna make yeah. it, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. what's the phrasing look like here, yeah, and all right. that type of stuff. And like a true producer, right? You you don't give a shit about yeah. what's it like yeah. to DJ. You're like, dude, yeah. this track hits. I don't care how mm -hmm. we gotta mix it in. Yeah, it's giving me another side though, because I used to never have intros to yeah, stuff, exactly. and now it's like, okay, I need an intro to mix into it. And then everyone yeah. was like, you know, some friends like. Our, our DJ uh, friends, yeah. Yeah, our DJ friends. Make us fucking intros. We want yeah. to take your music out. <laughs> yeah. We'll play your music, music out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start out with a girl singing or something. Yeah. You know? like, dude, just Alex, echo, I think echo out, man. The person yeah. who really got it in my head was Para and then uh, Alex Peace. Like, they were, yeah. they would just, like, come on, oh, where, where's the where's the intro? <laughs> and they would, like, harass me about it. I'm like, okay, I'll do an intro. And then I would send it to them. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You guys are DJs, DJs, too. I mean, I've seen you guys rip it up. Quick story. You played one of the best opening sets for Hot Sense 82 at the mid. Like, I don't remember. Dude, <laughs> I fucking remember. I it really was awesome. I don't know. I, I mean, that solidified to me that, like, Chicago house DJs, opening DJs, like, they know what the fuck they're yeah. doing. Like, I interviewed Steve Girard, as you guys know. Was that yeah. for what, Moon Boots or? No. Hot Sense 82. It was Hot Sense 82 at the mid. I mean, RIP. Yeah. But yeah. so I've seen you individually DJ, I've seen you individually yeah. DJ, and I've seen you guys both DJ together. And it's really interesting like to see you guys do it because you both are really good individually. Like how do you guys do it? Yeah, usually it's funny cuz like I'll know like all these edits and stuff that cuz I make edits as well. Yeah. And I'll you'll see me like standing up there like what and there'll be time we'll be like out of town djing and he'll and uh i'll see the room for example <laughs> we were at el chingon uh in san diego nice. and and we were djing and it was a it was a mexico versus somebody else game and it just got out nice and you would have never known that you know what i'm saying but yeah it was all these people wearing mexican soccer jerseys and mexican flags mm -hmm. and the club was i mean there was like a hundred person line to get in and I'm like, dude, we need to play like some Spanish reggaeton, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, fuck that. <laughs> so, so I'm like, so he's like, all right, you know. And he pulled out the, I don't know if it was a reggaeton folder or something. He's like, here, yeah. just you know, play this for like 30 minutes. I'm yeah. Go like get a drink or whatever. You know? <laughs> so it's you don't even do a one yeah. person get yeah. a drink, one person yeah. go to the bathroom. Yeah, that's yeah. the nice part. It's like, all right, you got this for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. I need to chill out. Yeah, <laughs> of course. But you guys still like love playing your individual gigs. It seems like. Is it, more, oh, yeah. is it special it's, when you guys do collaborate together? Oh, yeah. It's it's a lot of fun when we play together because I also think we want to get into, like, planning sets. Usually when we're up there, it's, like, we have to kind of tailor the music because, you know, when yeah. we're, like, Taylor Bennett this, you know, Yeah, or, Saturday, like, when, yeah. When, I, when you guys play after me at Vice Tone, right? Like, yeah. that wasn't necessarily a cafe disco set, right? Yeah, yeah. like, it's, like, we, when we... I'd say the most we ever played, like, our... What we... Exactly what we wanted to is when we headlined yeah, at uh, Prism. Yeah. And... That was like, we, we loved that. We didn't even plan it, but that was, we were able to play whatever we wanted. Yeah. Didn't like, you have Awesome Fillmore come and sing live? Oh, yeah. yeah we had we a had, bunch of live singers. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Yeah, for that show, yeah. See, that's, that's yeah. what makes Cabin Disco Cabin Disco, Disco right? Yeah. yeah. Danelle came out for that, too, right? Yeah, she did. Yeah. Uh -huh. I think that's so. the future of what DJing is going to be, is incorporating live. Like, I love Gorgon City, right? And yes. They play a live set. They're so dope. Dude, it's like live house. Yeah. yeah. 
and they bring out all these singers and it's like you know it's not even the original singers but it's these people that are just yeah so much energy you bring in that's why i feel like there was a little bit of a lull where people like you either loved electronic music or you're like fuck that shit yeah and now like it's interesting you talk about tropical i think kaigo really built a bridge from radio friendly to you know dance music community oh, yeah and then everybody started to like kind of get not sick of it but like it's over. a fad, you know, it's like a everything's fad, exactly. a fad, but you know, it's always going to be that thing. Like dubstep was like, everyone was like, oh, this is sick. And it's then it really died down. Just, yeah, exactly. But now it's like, you know, that scene's still growing. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, you know, if you think about the metal of electronic music, like, Dude. so like, you know, that's building up, but they, people, the fads move on, but it's still always going to be there. And that's kind of yeah. what Kygo did. Like people are going to still love Tropical House and yeah. support Kygo. Yeah. And it's interesting too. Like your guys type of music like Flume, right? If mm-hmm. you have to, and, and Mal and Shami did a good job of this too. They just made their fucking music. AC Slater with Night Bass, right? Mm-hmm. You pave your own lane. You try and not copy. You try and find inspiration from yeah. people who are popular. Obviously mm-hmm. you got to be with the times. You don't have to be Tiesto and make whatever's yeah. the most yeah. popular. Yeah. But it's really important to, like, stay true. Mm-hmm. You know, like, when we're talking to Flynn, for example, Flynn can make a lot of different types of music, oh, yeah. right? And I'm telling him, you need to make what you really want to make. What's something you want to play when it's your show, right? Yeah. Not yeah, to yeah. get shows, not to get paid, but, like, think about 10 years from now, Yeah. right? And I think that's mm-hmm. what Gorgon City is doing, too. Like, yeah. their sets are super special. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I've they still play live. Tech House when they play yeah, live. They yeah, it's really like, cool. yeah, they're awesome. Really cool Another guys, really too. cool one is Disclosure. Yes. Oh, yeah. Fucking amazing. They're awesome. I saw them at Navy Pier. I saw them at the zoo, the zoo show at the Lincoln Park Zoo. Oh my God! That was when they did the wildlife tour, right? Yeah, it was fucking dope, dude. In like different zoos in different cities, and you know what's so funny? I always play something at the summer at Lincoln Park Zoo, and the guy who runs it is still the same guy, and he was telling us about that show. Said they broke so many fucking zoom <laughs> violations. <laughs> I mean, they brought in like I don't, I didn't see it, but they had a big stage, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just banging fucking subs yeah. throughout there. The yeah. Tigers must have been like, "What the fuck is yeah. going on?" Yeah, Like it's like they're like, "This is a cool idea. Let's go to the zoo." Yeah. But the zoo owners are like, "What are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like messing all the animals up." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't think about the animals. You're like, "Sweet, we're in the zoo." Fuck it, man. <laughs> Jesus, the animals, man. Give them a break. They already got taken from their homes here. They don't like house. Well, maybe yeah. they do. I don't want to yeah. judge. You know. Yeah. So you guys use Ableton, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would start off on Logic. What'd you start off on? Uh, so I was like, I'd say I started with uh, FL Studio. Well, GarageBand when I was messing around. But nice. then I was like, I want to try like things out. FL Studio. Went to Ableton, stuck with Ableton. Yeah. But throughout college, I was also trained in Logic and then Pro Tools. Do you still use, do you guys still use Logic for anything? No. I've stuck with Ableton. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've thought about getting Logic, but I don't necessarily need it. Like right now, yeah. I'm at a good place. Like, I, yeah, I'd like to try some things out in Logic, but... Uh, Ableton has definitely been. Don't need to. Yeah, I don't right. need to. Yeah. I think we can all agree that everybody has their toolbox. Yeah. Whatever yeah. you want to build, we all can fucking build the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not gonna build the same thing. We're gonna build it our own way. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people use Ableton though. Mm-hmm. Like I use Logic and. Okay. I think I don't even. Me and Flynn and I'm trying to think of somebody else. Flynn uses Logic. Yeah, he uses Logic. I kind of feel like it's like if you're an Apple person. Almost. I know uh, Max uses. Uh, Max uses FL. FL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because when FL started. Whenever I got it, it was like a lot of beat makers were using it, but yeah. I remember it was kind of, it was kind of, since it was new, mm-hmm. so new, people, it was kind of frowned upon. Yeah. But now it's insane because like it does everything you want, you know, it's like, it's really good. Yeah, the, I guess, I can't remember who I had on, but they told me the most number one beat port hits have been made on FL Studio. Yeah, it's actually so kind of an interesting yeah, fact. It's a yeah. weird fact. It's a yeah. weird fact, yeah. right? Have you yeah. used FL Studio? It's like a little like no. weird 
Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's good for like rap beats. Yeah, it's been so long since I've used it. Yeah. Like I've fallen off. I, I remember yeah, just because yeah. it was new. Yeah, uh, I know. Like a couple of my friends still use it. Like from Turning and Sound, they mm-hmm. I know they use it. But I, it's funny because when they send me projects, like they sent me like the FL thing and stuff. I was like, I I use Ableton. And yep. I've watched him use it. You can do a lot of really cool things in it now because when I saw it. It wasn't able to do as much, but whenever I was watching him work on stuff, like I was like, "Whoa, like, this is crazy!" What you can do on it. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it, it's so so fucking awesome watching people working in Ableton with your guys' hotkeys, man. Like they're hotkeys and Logic, but mm-hmm. it's like you guys are moving shit with your fucking mind, and I cannot do that in Logic <laughs> at all. Yeah. We yeah. have to zoom in all the way yeah. to get a fucking, mm-hmm. you know, just like an FX right there. Yeah, I can't get it. Mm-hmm. I gotta go like this. Gotta go mm-hmm. like this. So yeah. annoying. Automation in Ableton, like, that's the reason I stuck with it, because it was perfect for electronic, and being able to draw and stuff was so nice. Yeah, it's yeah. a good workspace, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's definitely the thing I hear most about what people love about Ableton. Yeah. It's yeah. just the ability to draw. Yeah. Yeah, it makes it. It's like, it kind of makes me think, when I first started DJing, it was on my laptop on Virtual DJ in my fucking dorm room when I was a freshman. I was like, this is tight, but I'm just fading volumes in and out. Yep. <laughs> and then when I finally got my hands on, like, a mixer, I was like, Yes, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I can actually feel what I'm doing a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I want to, out of all the songs you guys have made, to you individually, what's your favorite? Ooh. We got one in the vault. I know for you. Yeah. I don't know. I really like the way, at the time, we came to dance, I'd have to say. Yeah. Um, I, I really liked whenever I put together uh, uh, Pretty Girls, but... Mm-hmm. Whenever I did, we came to dance, like, there was, like, you know, a little break with guitar and stuff, like, Mm -hmm. and being able to experiment with those plucks, it was kind of a sound, it was kind of our sound, like, you don't really hear that, like, and the vocal chopping, like, when it all came, that's, you know, I think that's part of the reason I got picked up by Sony and everything, Disco Wax, is because of how unique it was, I remember when I made that, I'm like, that, we were sitting at, uh, at, uh, 339, yeah, we were using those speakers. I'm like, I don't feel comfortable with these speakers. <laughs> but I'm like working on it, and then I made the plug. And you're like, yeah, it sounds good. And then we met like a week later and polished it up. And it, I was like, I like this. Yeah, like it, it turned out nice. Uh, is that the one that was on Chill Nation? Uh, yeah, it is on Chill Nation. Yeah, it is on Chill Nation. It has a lot of fucking. That was the first Nation yeah. post I think we got right. Actually, honestly, I think. We're either at a million or coming up to a million. There's a there's definitely a, like, at can, least eight hundred plus. We can dance. Yeah, we can dance. It's like literally on Spotify. I think it's yeah, it's be very a close to a million. Yeah, yeah. Dude, so, that's that's huge, guys. That'll be our first song at a million. Yeah, what like on one uh, on Spotify. Yeah, so. well, because you guys have Where a was, like, huge Spotify following. Too. It was on Chill Nation. Yeah. What's uh, your process like? You finish a track. Have you guys released on labels? Uh, Disco X. And then, right. uh, lowly. and then lowly supports us. Yes. Fucking big time. They they're trap nation and chill nation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean that's huge. Yeah, they support us. Yeah. Um, trying. <laughs> What's you guys' strategy been for releases and promoting? Yeah. <laughs> not that. Not that. I one. felt it. Yeah. I was there, right. I saw you. Go, there, it's I'm funny. Gonna I was about, I'm I, gonna say it. I, I was about to say myself. another label, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's um, awesome. Because like you know, if, if you're an upcoming artist right now, right, you can just self-release. Are you just you like just throw them under the bus? Yeah, like, no, I was like, I gotta stop myself. Hey, we can edit in post. Say right now, you gotta no, get it no, on your no, chest. Okay, all right. I always love that. I always yeah. get really insider information because I bring yeah. out things out of people, and they're like, I yeah. can't say that. God it's funny. It. it was like one of those things I like started talking. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I no, <laughs> stop yourself. You caught yourself. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Let's start sealed. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, for me, I love working with Diamond. Mm-hmm. Um, that's who was the singer on that track. Um, like, to oh, me, yeah, Santeria so was just as good. And I no, no, man. we love all the artists we work with. <laughs> we love all the artists that we work with. Just, <laughs> those, to me, yeah. just, they, they, uh, I mean, you can tell just by the numbers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Um, we Came to Dance, before Sony picked it up, was already at like six or 700,000 yeah. plays on Spotify. So yeah. it was a great, yeah. they heard it and were like, wow, we want to sign this record, you know? Yeah, so, of course. So to me, I think Santeria and, and uh, We Came to Dance are two of my favorite records. Yeah. Diamond's, Diamond's so unique, too. Yeah, yeah. Voice. He also, like, working on projects, like, he'll sit down and he'll start doing things. Uh, he's very versatile. He's not just a singer. Yeah. Uh, I've, he's had his guitarist, uh, Seb, come over. And like he'd start re- like recording. He's a guitarist. He has like a guitarist he works with. It's like one of his best friends. That's and, awesome. Uh, awesome. Super nice guy. Like they'll start laying down things, and he'll like tell me to do things differently. He'll be like, "Hey, I like this, but you should do this." And I'm like, "It sounds weird," but then when it starts going, I'm like, "Okay, this is cool. Fuck yeah, like, this sounds awesome." That's yeah. awesome. He's really unique. He's yeah, really, really very unique. very unique. That's for, that's, for sure. That's fucking sick. He yeah. did uh, that Nirvana cover we just did. Oh, man. Yeah. Which was totally cool because we're, we're writing an original with him right now for our EP, which mm. we'll get to later. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, let's just do an old school song. I don't know if he said it or I said it. I'm like, let's do Nirvana or something like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck yeah. And then he came up with uh, the track, and I was like, all right, let's do this. And yeah. just did it right there. The lyrics in that song are so powerful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, we wanted to keep the integrity yeah. of the song, too. Because yeah. <laughs> that, that other song was such a banger. I'm yeah. like, how future based, what? Like, you know, our melodic stuff. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. And then we started getting through it. I'm like, might as well just put some womps in there. We kept it melodic, though. We didn't go, like, too extreme, you know? When you yeah, hear yeah, it, it yeah. like, still has a melody to it. And that's, I think, you know, what we try to do. Like, if we're branching out and doing something heavier or something, we try right. to stick to our sound. Yeah, of um, course. And so that, like, when we finally came out with that end product, I'm like, yes, this is exactly what I wanted for this. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It seems like you guys work in the studio with everybody you've collaborated on. Like, you said yeah. they come here. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty yeah, unique sometimes. compared most to most of them. Yeah, most of them. Yeah. Sometimes you guys... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say this year, especially with originals, like, the best, uh, we've had people come in and record and then just leave or, like, you know, send us vocals. Yeah. Like, but when we sit down and, like, I'm like, what are you, show me, like, we'll sit down, you know, we'll listen to stuff, we'll be like, what are you feeling right now? They'll show yeah, us yeah, the yeah. music they've been listening to, we'll show them the music we've been listening to, and they'll be like, oh, I'm, I feel this, like, so we'll find that middle ground when we start writing or, you know, producing like right. that it just clicks in their head and they're able to give like like, they they kill it like those like i said like some people will have a whole song written out by the end of the session yeah yeah so that's special too man because i feel like people i've interviewed you know it's like yeah i just send the finished track out to somebody in la and they lay a vocal over it right yeah it's more than that like it's more than a song to you guys to people who love music like you make it together yeah yeah that true bond yeah and that, yeah, that's what made it so powerful, you know, we're both vibing out to it, you know, we can send a song out to someone, we're still up and coming, so, like, you know, we're very limited when it comes to vocalists, and when we send it out, like, we could get something back and be like, this is not, what, right. it doesn't work, because yeah. we've done that a couple times, I've writ- written, we've written out, like, a whole song, sent it out, and then nothing happens from it, just because, like, they'll send it back, and we put the vocals on, it's like, uh, no, we're not. We're not yeah. feeling it. But yeah, when you're in the studio and you hear what they're doing, you can make suggestions, and then it just 
when you're both vibe, when everyone's vibing out to it, it yeah. just explodes. Yeah, it's, it's like a runner's high. And it, yeah, it is. And yeah. you, you'll yeah. see us like jumping around in the studio, like, oh, well, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and it's a two way street with that too, right? Like they might say, I go a little more like this way, right? Or you yeah. might say, go a little more this way. Yeah. And you can bring the best out. They of also, other. you know, will make suggestions to us, and we'll be like, all right, I'll try it out. And then sometimes it's like, you're right. Really? Like, yeah. So they get yeah. kind of technical with you too. Oh, well, yeah. not necessarily like super technical. They'll just be like, hey make it pause here or do this, you know, right, like, right, and then right. I'll do like yeah. something or like, I think, you know, if you did this, like, yeah. So but they're up and comers too. Be- right? Yeah. So, it becomes a part yeah. of the process. Like oh, it's, man, I'm, it's like, I get chills, but like warm at the same time. <laughs> that shit. Cause like, that's my favorite part about this. Like what we're doing right now yeah. is my favorite part about just like interpersonal relationships. Right. It's, it's more than hanging out at the club or, you know, meeting and sending a track online. It's like sitting down and like seeing who you are and what they're about and I love that shit man. Mm-hmm. like what well, you guys think is special in that regard too so props to you you have to that. enjoy the process you know yeah, yeah absolutely it's just you know, making exhausting. music yeah. yeah it's exhausting you just said how much you work mm-hmm. you love what you do it's mm-hmm. tiring yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. but it's a little bit of serial killer like, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like yeah, yeah. I'm good <laughs> I love it I love it <laughs> yeah. that's why like so like earlier he was like you want like after you guys leave we're gonna you know, work on some stuff for our EP, and yeah, and he's like, "Should we finish this track?" I'm like, "It's ninety percent done." Like, I he's the more technical guy. Sure. Like, once we get an idea, concept down of drops, then like, then it's like, "All right, Patrick." Like, we're once we're I'd say sixty, seventy percent done, mm-hmm. which seems like it's not a lot, but it is a lot because he does some crazy shit to it. You know, yeah. after that, he'll work on a song for ten hours after we we're already done. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, the main right. part is done. We got an intro. We got a drop. We got we got a second drop, you know. Yeah. So and it's like, he'll just keep working on it, keep working on it, keep working on it. So, where so I'm like with my ears things. too. I at at some point I'm just like I, I don't even hear the fucking difference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know he'll be like, That's what's the difference between this and this? Do you like this? I'm just like I can't hear anything, bro. Like who? Yeah. So, oh shit. I, it's kind of crazy, right? Like when you think you're finished with a track, and you yeah. test it. Where you send it to other, other people and you're like, this is done, they're going to love this. And you're like, yeah, I really recommend you do this, you know. You know? Yeah. And his friend is like, we've We've had that before with, with a couple labels. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it also taught, I'd, yeah. I'd say it was earlier on that we got that. Yeah, more, now, so. now, now it's like if they don't like the track, they don't like the track. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, it sounds polished. Feedback, yeah. it, we'll, we'll get feedback. It'll be like, I think it's a little, you know, too poppy or something for our liking or something like that. Like yeah. with one of our more recent ones, that's what we ran into. Like, they're like, mm-hmm. we love it, but it's a little too poppy because they're electronic labels. I'm like, right. okay, I understand that. Right. And that's the, you know, integrity of the song. Yeah. And it's not like, hey, I like it. Could you change this? There's actually one time uh, they just wanted me to beef up the bass during like a verse, and that was one of the suggestions they made. Okay. And so I'm like, all right, that's really easy. I can just do that. Yeah. Um, which is cool because that means they want it. They're like, hey, we yeah. want it. Just tweak this. Yeah. Right. Which is no huge because usually yeah. labels don't get like that granular, yeah. right? It's yeah. like, I'd, yes I'd say no. like earlier on was when they would be like, hey, could you add this or could you make this shorter? Could you do this? Like now it's just like, do you like it or not? But there's occasions where someone's like. This would sound cool when a label says that's like okay if it's you want an, it, yeah just yeah if it's an adjustment that is that simple and it, it worked like it wasn't sure. like when I heard it I'm like okay you know like, yeah absolutely it's like okay I understand it I'll I'll add that yeah. just to humor it you know who are yeah. some labels you guys like then I would say our favorite lo- label that we work with is Lowly oh yeah Lowly's been great George. those those I mean, are yeah and they've yeah. been around like Trap Nation yeah. I yeah. think man that was like when I was in college like 2011 yeah, yeah, they're they're big. I YouTube think they're channel. at like I don't even know. 
or millions. They're at like maybe fifty million across all their channels. I mean, yeah. they're just their trap one has like thirty something million, That's and it's not crazy. like trap nation like it's just trap music. You go on there, they have like melodic stuff. They have, yeah, lots know, of they different have, stuff. They have future bass, like it's great beat shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's not just trap music on there. Yeah, yeah. People, Otherwise, they wouldn't have survived this long because true. Yeah, you got true. And, and it's like you. And in terms of like trying to stream, right? Like that's just the age we're living in right now. Mm-hmm. SoundCloud down here is accessible. You can put stuff on there. That's not where people are looking yeah. for new music. Mm-hmm. The people, right? Mm-hmm. If you're trying to blow up your name, get festival gigs, travel worldwide, you got to be on Spotify and you can be on YouTube too. Yeah. Which is still like I know you know you know how big YouTube is. Mm-hmm. People still yeah. think that like Facebook and Instagram are like what social media is drive everything. YouTube is like way up here. It's insane. People consume the fuck out of YouTube. I consume yeah. the fuck out of. It. I get yeah. lost all the time yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, and it's crazy, yeah. but it's still where I find a lot of my music too. And I think that kind of goes into your comment about being—it's easier to find music, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a new thing is which we're gonna start dabbling a little bit, like TikTok. Yeah, yeah TikTok. Is, really you know, I, I saw an interview with Gary Vee. Shout out Gary Vee. Yeah. Never gonna hear this. <laughs> Shout out Gary Vee. Absolutely. <laughs> what up, Gary? You either love him or you fucking hate him. I love know? him. So, so uh, he was interviewing the baby, and the baby's already a massive artist. But yeah. he's like. Yo, get your shot on TikTok. He's like, what's TikTok? You know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you mean that thing like Triller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Triller, yeah, whatever. Triller. So, um, he's like, oh, you mean like that? He's like, yeah, but this is like the top tier. You know, that's yep. like working with like Beyonce and the other one's like working with like, I think he made like a funny Beyonce name or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, I'm going to do that. He's like, yeah, you're going to do that. And every nine year old to 15 year old in the world is yeah. going to know your music. True. And you literally yep. saw his Spotify go, and he was still up there. You saw it go from like, I think it was like 16, 18 million to like in the 30s. Yeah. Like just after True. you started releasing stuff on TikTok. Yeah, TikTok's crazy. crazy. You can have like one of those themes that they have or whatever you want to call yeah. it, right? And then people will just do that. They rock, do that the work track. for you. It's yeah. insane. It's, it's literally crazy. insane. So. It's fucking crazy. And those those songs get stuck in my head. And I'm like, where yeah. the fuck did I hear this song? Dude, I was in the club last night. And I'm like, oh, TikTok. Yeah. Like, <laughs> songs later, I'm like, oh, TikTok. Oh, but TikTok. I've never heard them before. But I'm like, oh, TikTok. You yeah. Know? Like, it's crazy. It's, it's true. And Gary Vee is the one who said, too. He's like, people are all like, oh, you know, Vine. It's like Vine, right? Or whatever. It's yeah. going to die. The key to blowing up is what is blowing up right now. And Gary Vee mm-hmm. said, I don't give a fuck if it dies in a year. I'm going to get on it right now. Yeah. Because it's hot. Yeah. yeah. And that's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, in a saturated market like we're in, right, there's, let's just say, a million DJs. What do you guys do to differentiate yourself from a branding perspective then? Oh, gosh. I mean, one big thing, and I've heard people say it, you know, like, having live performers, like, it makes us very different from a lot of people because we'll have, like, singers come up and everything. We try and do that as much as we can when we can get away with it. You yeah, know, it's cool. When we're playing at prison, yeah. it's very yeah. hard when you're opening up for someone yeah. to have performers come up there <laughs> since <laughs> no, the big hey, performers hey. right <laughs> after, you know, so, yeah, we, we try and do that. Um, I'm trying I think to, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. I don't, so, I'm an entrepreneur, I own a couple of venues and stuff like that, so I'm like, to me, I'm, on the like owner side, I'm just like, a DJ is a DJ, but I know that a DJ is not a DJ, but what yeah. I mean when a DJ is a DJ, like, there's a very small difference if you're playing or if Max is playing or if Flynn's playing. You get what I'm yes, saying? Well you guys said. are all good. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't give a fuck who's DJing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely. As long as you're good, you're fine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You just can't be absolutely. shitty. So just don't <laughs> yeah. don't be shitty. Yeah, yeah, you know? I The thing that differentiates us is, you know, the production side. The, yeah, the, the, the putting out it. songs. That's, mm-hmm. that's, you know, you're... 
the crowd might not know it, you know, but they're dancing to our music. That's right. such a great fucking feeling. That's yeah, the best feeling in the world. I mean, yeah. I just got goosebumps right now. <laughs> Same, you know, it's such a good feeling when like, and it's fucking weirder when you're playing and people are mouthing the the choruses and you're like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, you know we've had that. Like, like we've dropped the song for yeah. the first time we're playing it out during the second like chorus. Yeah, people are singing people are it back. Like, I'm what like, the fuck? Like, whoa. we never played it out. They heard the first chorus and they're repeating, you know, the song in the second chorus. We're like, whoa, this is fucking damn fucking boys. Cool. That's really, <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's, it's, it's a, a good really feeling. good feeling. Dude. That's, that's like, that's the first best feeling for me. The second best feeling is random people coming up to me. I think it was Flynn or Max DJing at Parlay, and some girl was like, oh my God, I know that guy from Spotify. And he's like, what, Polly? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I listened to him, Cafe Disco. And she wasn't from Chicago. Oh my and God. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, I'll introduce you to him. I'll introduce you to him. It's like yeah. one of my close friends. I'm yeah. like, hey, nice to meet you. You know, like, to me, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, Tom Cruise. Like, what yeah. the fuck? It, it, it <laughs> happens though. It's crazy because yeah. uh, the last day of the mid when I played, someone came all the way out from somewhere to come see us play, and I was like, because he he kept coming up to the booth. He's like, hey, play this, and he was holding up because we did a the Justin Bieber uh, cover. Yeah, yeah. He's like holding up the phone. I was yeah, like, oh, okay. I thought this was someone that knew us. And yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. hey, like after he like pulled me aside, he's like, hey, just let you know, like I'm a really big fan of your stuff. Like I came all the way out here to see. I'm like, that's amazing. I was like, whoa, like that. That's crazy, you know. Like that's one of those. Yeah, it's examples. a good feeling. It's like I, you know, you finally see the other side of it when you're working so hard on something, and then someone comes up and says something about it. It's like, yeah, okay, this feels nice. We we do so much stuff behind the scenes and little moments whether it's like someone mm-hmm. singing your song or introducing themselves mm-hmm. or you play one of your songs it's like fuck it's yeah. worth it right yeah. Course, yeah it's fucking worth it and a guy that i always like to talk about is yammy too you know from chicago mm-hmm. Foster Thomas. yeah yeah fucking nice guy was he josh right yeah he was there yeah yeah and uh he had he's a he's one of those like people on twitter that like really speaks the fucking truth Mm-hmm. He said one time, I'd rather have five people that are real fans than a thousand fans who don't know who the fuck I am. Yeah. Yeah. And that was something that kind of like I knew in my head, but to see someone like him, like, acknowledge that this is what it's all about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super fans. Super fans. Yeah. And even Dead Mouse, think whatever you want of him, the guy's fucking insanely good producer. Oh, yeah. He's, He's played insane. one of our songs on livestream. What? Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Fuck <laughs> yeah. What, what song? Did he, what did he say? I forgot. He Ivy. Like, oh, I, it was oh. one of our old, like, so Ivy had at that point been already a year or two, like, old. And so he's like, it's a little dated. He's yeah, like, yeah. it's good. It's a little dated. <laughs> I mean, it's like, all right, I'll take that. So he, yeah. he rips things to shreds. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. my friend sent it in, Wes. Uh, and, like, I just remember whenever I saw it on there, I was just like, Oh man, I was like waiting <laughs> for waiting for my soul to be just like oh, completely ripped out of me. Like, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Was he actually liked it? But then he said the sounds a little bit. Yeah, it's it, pretty accurate because when we made that song, like that was the sound yeah. at that time. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, take I'll that. take it. Put it yeah. on your resume. Dead mouse said, a "Little dated." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was... I think when I posted the video, I'm like a little dated or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that though, man. But he yeah. said, you know, like if my music only affects one person, then it's all worth it. Yeah. Oh, he was tweeting at us too, because uh, remember he like he thought that we took the vocals, and then I tweeted at him. I'm like, hey, uh, we actually recorded the vocals. He's like, that's rad. Uh, <laughs> so he like replied to that, like, because I remember he was like, yeah, he thought we like he thought uh, Danelle was. Um, Zara oh, I remember or some yeah, yeah, really yeah. big singer. Yeah. I'm like, actually no, this is a girl. Like we recorded in like. 
he like replied and he was like, oh, that's right. I didn't really care, but yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm like, I, no, I did not house. rip those vocals. You guys hang out? You guys want to go hang out? You guys do a coffee run? Nope. I was more like, I, I recorded those vocals. I'm proud of it. I'm telling them. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, though, man. Have you guys had any other support and acknowledgement from bigger DJs or producers? Um, yes. I, those are two big, yeah, I, like, on the spot, I can't think of anything. I mean, people um, are playing your music, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah people yeah, are playing our music. Get, yeah. You gotta have DJs want to play your music. Um, of course, of yeah. course, yeah. yeah. You can we, tell, uh, like... You ever heard of Styles Incomplete? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so they, they, uh, they, uh, added our Ransom song, or our remix of Lil Tecca to their mix. Nice. And then I messaged them, like, hey, thanks for including us, if, like... You ever want to work on something? Just let us know. So mm-hmm. like, uh, we've been talking back and forth. Like they, I do set them a work in progress, and they're like, yeah, it's good, but we're we're figuring it out. We'll see if it goes through, but we're just working. Just yeah, yeah like, uh, but yeah, that's another group. Um, they what songs do they do? I'm trying to remember. Dude, they've been around. Uh, I think they did uh, with Borgor. Um, oh, Forbes. Do you know oh, that one? yeah. Because it's, you know, produced by Borgor, and it was, since it was, like, G-Eazy. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's Might want to snip out the part where I said, because <laughs> it's still, you know, we're figuring out if we're actually working with them or not. We probably don't want to say that. I just hey, realized that. complete. What's going on with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. What were you going to say earlier? Um, I forgot. Do you oh, I, I, uh, you know, it's playing out, because if you go to, like, Shazam, you can look up artists. Yeah. And you can see, like, you know. It's either, you know, people are in the club or they're, they might be in a coffee shop or something, but it's being played out there because people are shazamming it. Can you so see how many way. people are shazamming it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you can look up any artist uh, and you can see how many times their songs have been shazammed. You know what's crazy for how often people are on their phone and how addicted we are for for you to, like, take the time to shazam it and, like, save it and look at it? You really, yeah, you really have to like it. Took so the yeah. fucking Those step. are the real yeah. numbers. Those yeah. are the super fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> find them, man. Yeah, find them. Give me their fucking the email. Give me their fans. cell phone number. Yeah. Give me their address. I'm sending them snail mail and saying thank you. That's what you got to do, though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think something so important, too, in this market is interacting with your fans, right? So oh, as yeah. you guys are growing with your Spotify plays, how do you guys, I guess, develop a relationship to an extent with the people who support you um well that one guy that came through the mid um i still talk to him and stuff like and then awesome. I, I try and reach out as much as i can like that was a really big thing for me because that was the first time like a, someone you know a fan came out of their way to see us play so That's i'm crazy. like you know i'm gonna remember this i'm gonna remember this person because they were the first that were here mm-hmm. so uh i like got his number and everything i, I want to make sure like he's come out to see me like dj like joy and stuff wow um, where's he from uh, honestly, I don't, I'm not sure. I think, uh, I, I'm not sure. Let's pretend it's far. Yeah, <laughs> it's really far. It's not, like, crazy far, yeah. but it was, like, you know, enough where he traveled out, like, Vancouver. and he was, like, holding up his phone. <laughs> yeah, Vancouver. <laughs> Toronto is dead mouth. You flew him out for my set at, uh, we flew him out for my set at Parlay. Yeah, that's where you definitely find yeah. dead mouth. like a Parlay on Friday. What's going on here, guys? Who knows? Maybe fucking open format is his fucking fetish. <laughs> I love this. Dude, I love Sming. I'm sorry about that now. Who knows what type of guy he really is? He lives by himself in a studio house. There's not even yeah, a bed in his house for all we know. It's just a giant studio with cords that go to God knows where. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him live and like that was insane. He's revolutionary. Like, He's coming to Chicago too with the cube. Yeah, the cube, the cube soon, right? You got, have you seen the cube yet? I've seen it. Dude, it's Soldier nuts. Field, actually. 
I oh, I remember shit. when I one saw the last time spring I saw videos of that thing and I'm like, oh, that's cool. But then when you see it live and how the quality of it, like mm-hmm. it looked. Where I just, he's at now. Too. It does not, huh? Where he's at now with the cube is yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. I like honestly like whenever he was at Spring Awakening, it wasn't the big cube. No. So now, I would highly recommend it because I just remember standing there like, this is insane. Like I see why yeah. he spent that much money. It wasn't even the biggest version of it yet. Like it it's was next yeah. level. I think the best light show, actually the best sets I've ever been to was Eric Fritz. He always had the best light show. I've been dying to go to one of these Thousands of lasers, like, at his festival. You've seen all these videos of these shows he's been doing. Oh, yeah. It's nuts. The hologram stuff or whatever. Yeah, I had a friend go to the one in Brooklyn, like, two weeks ago or whatever. He showed me a video of the hand coming out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, like, is just not even human to me. Yeah. The music he makes, it's so simple. Like, he's definition of less is more producer to me. Yeah. Tony Funny fucking story, loves like, he, he, uh, I think this is him. He doesn't like traveling, like, on planes. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. So he, he, so he only takes trains in the U.S. And he would never come to the U.S. because he's not from here. He's, yeah. I think he's from Sweden or, or something like I that. I think he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, somewhere in Europe. Um, but he would somewhere. never, he would never come to the U.S. because he's afraid of flying. Yeah. So now I believe he lives here, but now he just takes trains. Like I think you're right. He yeah. lives in Los Angeles. Yeah. So That's crazy. Fucking yeah, what a life. Damn, no wonder he's got time to fucking pump out these bangers. He's on a goddamn train from <laughs> yeah, LA yeah, to exactly. New York. <laughs> exactly. So. Can you even take a train from LA to New York? Yeah. Definitely. Right? Yeah, yeah, you have to be. Greyhound bus? What if Eric Fritz is on the back of a mega bus? Got his snapback on you like, is this seat taken? Yeah, yeah I, I, got, I got a double connector here. You mind if I plug in my yeah. AirPod? Yeah. You put Bluetooth on it for me? What are you working on? What are you working on? <laughs> I would introduce myself for sure. Yeah. But it's so cool actually like guys like that I went on holy ship and just walking up to like camel fat mm-hmm. they're, they're normal right like it's so cool because you expect a lot of these people to be what we think celebrities are but I yeah. feel like producers electronic music producers sure there are probably some that are stuck up and stuff like that yeah but a lot of them god they've all gone through the gauntlet man and you can tell they still love it right like oh, yeah. they're still there partying hanging out talking like it means so much to them and to yeah. see that journey it's just like Yo, fuck it, man. I'll do this. I'll do this. Like, I, I signed up. We yeah. all signed up. Yeah. And it's a long road ahead, but... It's a long road, that's for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. That's a long road ahead, man. But you guys have some awesome shows you've been doing. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, you said San Diego. You guys have headlined every club here in Chicago. Tunnel Prism. Played at Concord. Supported Audion, right? Mm-hmm. Duke Dumont. Was that one, like, Prism? I don't Duke remember. Dumont? How many shows well, have you played that you... <laughs> <laughs> so like I just mentioned two huge yeah, names that I, I would write on my chest. I mean, like I, I would yeah, yeah, yeah. they do. So I mean it's badass. So <laughs> what like separately when I DJed by myself, I mm-hmm. played for Swedish House Mafia. I, so really? actually at Congress Theater, that's how dated this is. Let's fucking Congress. go. So like Blau was on before me. Oh shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it wasn't Swedish House Mafia, I think it was just Steve Angelo and Ingrosso. Uh two thirds of Swedish House Mafia, yeah, but close um, enough. Yeah. count it. Yeah, so, you know, I've played with everybody. I've literally played with, you know, everybody. That's awesome. There's, there's not. I don't think there's an artist you can name that I have not played with. Anybody that you still have a relationship with or talk to? Not really. Yeah. It's not. You know, it's not. I don't. I don't fangirl. Yeah. What a lot of people do. There's a lot Why of DJs that I know that are like, just fangirl. Like, yeah. I, I think I fangirled over one person in my life. Yeah. And it was Craig David. Nice. <laughs> Shout out Craig David. I hope you're. I'm gonna send this to Craig David. Let's fucking send this to Craig David. So, yeah, I, I, he was like, it was at, man, it was early teens, 
and I loved his album Born to Do It Like It's still probably my favorite album of all time I could sing every single lyric <laughs> on that album that's awesome uh, and it was weird because like a girl I knew was up in VIP with him and she's like Please, let me up like, there. And, yeah, yeah. And, he, and, yeah, and he was like, he like reached over and like go to shake my hands, like, "What's up, Paul? I'm Craig." And I'm just like, "Oh, oh. And then like, he's like, "Come up here." You know, I went up there, and the security guard was like, "I don't know why he wants you up here, but you know, don't act like a weird fan. Just like be cool." And I'm like, "All right." They prefaced this to you. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. And so and he's acting just, like a weird fan. Yeah. <laughs> You're acting weird right now, man. Yeah, I've never, and I've never fangirled. I mean, I'm not, we have like I'm not gonna say who we have on Much Pop yet because the contracts are signed, but we have like A-list celebrities that are coming to uh, All Star Weekend, which is in like three weeks. Yeah. So like I personally book you know four of these uh, artists, and they're A-list artists. When you see the lineup, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. I've heard. So we'll yeah. Talk, we'll talk off camera. Yeah. Man. So, <laughs> and I don't fangirl these people. I don't even talk to them sometimes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like it's it's you know. I walked up to A-list celebrities and handed them twenty thousand dollars cash. You know what I'm saying? It's not, I just don't. It's, it doesn't. It never affects me. So that's yeah. cool. Keep it cool. Yeah. I definitely say like, especially you know, playing these bigger shows and stuff like, it's kind of worn off that like, oh, yeah. right, yeah, right, right, wow factor. Right. But, to me, it's like I kind of want to see what they're doing and yeah. why they're getting paid fifteen thousand dollars. Let's stick around. For yeah. Them. You know yeah. What I'm yeah. Like, absolutely. Like, what could we do? You know that. Yeah. And a lot of them is which we're gonna change is is they have visuals. You know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our songs like we even have lyrical videos. Like why aren't we playing lyrical videos to go with the music? So that's what we're working on in two thousand twenty. Nice. So yeah. where you know because if people see you know. Uh, the lyrics while it's going, they, oh. they can either a sing along or b it's it's getting implanted in their head, you know. Probably because they're not, cause a lot of people are yeah. visual learners, so yeah. it's like, and they're and most likely they're like, oh, this is probably their song because the lyrics are up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's not happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll connect a little bit, you know. Instead, that's of, really instead of just, smart. Yeah, that's really really smart. Yeah, you can do like karaoke style too. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's genius, so, though. I mean, yeah. I was going to ask you guys, like, what is the plan for this next decade for you guys? Well, shit, decade. I know, my bad. I was going to say loading this year. question, right? I was going to say this year. Let's start year. with this year. Let's start with this year. I was going to say this year. Do you want to talk about the EP? Or? Uh, we, well, this year, our, I think it's a really big step releasing an EP. Yeah. We've been talking about it. We, I was kind of a little iffy about it at first, but honestly, I'm a, like, I'm, I've come to terms with it. Because, like, you know, releasing singles, you know, it's like you can put a lot of promotion behind it just on that one song. Now it's like four songs. Like, we need to make sure each song gets all the love like we yeah. want it to. You get feedback off um, one track, too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, of course. So It's a scary thing, but I think, like, you know, it'll take us to the next level if mm-hmm. we're going to go to a next level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do a four to five track EP. And then probably three of them will have an acoustic version of, so like a, a flip side, a flip side, something like that. Um, shit, and like cascade or some shit. It's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. so, um, you know, we're thinking early summer, late uh, spring. Okay. So uh, it's gonna be yeah. called the kids love disco. So <laughs> the kids do love disco. <laughs> so it's kind of like a like a homage to Chicago. About the fucking history of disco here and how it was dead and then it came mm-hmm. back. That famous White Sox game. Yeah, yeah. That's I uh, awesome. it's gonna be so diversified. The just the EP. Okay. Um, where you're gonna kind of hear some stuff that we didn't put, you know, out yet. Yeah. So I love that. House tracks, which mm-hmm. are really, really. Okay. We've been, we've been playing some out, and people are just like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, 
you know? So <laughs> it's like, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. And then I think for this year, if it's not a collab, we're not going to put out originals, just that EP and focus on that. And okay. then, and then uh, we'll do our, what we always do, covers and remixes and stuff right. like that. Yeah. So. so really taking your time and making sure you're putting your yeah, best Yeah, we're going to be forward. very, very selective this year. Yeah. So That's good. Yeah. I mean, you guys have a great foundation right now. You have an awesome following. You guys got it. You think you have 17,000 followers on Instagram or something? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. probably about, yeah. That's, that's great. Right. I mean, like that. yeah. that's that's that perfect, like, you've got your guys. Like, you've got yeah. your people behind mm-hmm. you. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Seriously. It feels good. Yeah. I'm excited oh. about the EP, man. Yeah, no, same here. I, good. We'll, we'll play some shit for you. You're after, shooting after your after fucking shot, man. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You got to. Yeah. yeah. You got to take those risks. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, like, you know, we're, you're, we're starting to finally get up. You know, we're climbing. We're starting to get to the point where we're starting to see the other side of things, which I think is nice, you know, getting support from people, getting these yeah. big shows, like, right. we're so thankful for that. Like, right, right. Like, it, it's been crazy, because I just remember, you know, when I got out of, like, undergrad, I'm like, I need to start figuring stuff out. Like, <laughs> You're scary, in such a you know? rush, yeah, Yeah, so I just, like, you know, while I was in grad school and stuff, I was putting a lot of work into this. On top of that, you know, going to classes and stuff, and so, mm-hmm. like, I was super stressed out, and now, like, things are starting to come together and it feels I, I'm still like I'm not gonna let that get to my head that's for sure because like yeah, of you course. know I want to push forward and just keep making this the best thing it can be yeah. and if you I get too to. cocky then it'll it's end just course. like that you yeah. have to well I'll be front row as long as I possibly can hell yeah <laughs> I mean it's, it's awesome though because you guys like you don't always go up right you have long periods of you're stuck here and I think yeah. this is when so many people just stop right yeah when you get your first show and you release your first song and you open for your first big yeah. artist, right? It's like, boom, 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 I'm making moves. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, it's like what you said, like, you're here. And then yeah. a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to do this anymore. It's not as exciting, right? Yeah. Some people, it could take two, three, five years of this yeah. flat land. Yeah, right? yeah. No, it's so true. But yeah. what are you doing? Are you yeah. fucking... Making the best of it? Or, yeah, <laughs> are you planting trees? You know, yeah. are you fucking <laughs> developing a community? Or are yeah. you just sitting there in the desert, right? Yeah. And eventually you go back up. Because you just keep doing it for long enough, yeah. People start to pay attention. Of course, yeah. consistency. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, and you get a lot better at what you do. I mean, that's the biggest yeah. thing, you know. Where I, when I first started getting noticed for things, you know, when we first started working on projects together, to like where we are now is an insane difference. Yeah, it's completely. Yeah. Fucking night and day. Oh yeah. That's and it's been two now. years, maybe two and a half years. I don't fucking know. Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen was our first release. No. Oh. It might have been. It was. It was. I went deep on the Instagram. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> That'd be four years, baby. It's going to be four years. I went deep. Whenever, yeah. whenever, whenever one day yeah. it's released, it'll be four years. That was so. the first one. That's crazy. It's fucking 2020. Is time move fast then? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's been two years. <laughs> two years. Try four, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> My gosh. Well, I just want to acknowledge you guys for all your hard work you do, everything you do for the scene, you guys individually as well giving me opportunities shout out to everybody else that you have too and keep fucking doing what you're doing guys i can't wait to see thanks, what happens bro. Yeah, thanks for having us man of course man